Hey guys, TJ here. We recorded this episode earlier in the week before some news regarding the AEW World Champ came out. Remember those two botched buckshot lariat attempts by CM Punk against Adam Page at Double or Nothing? Well, CM Punk announced on Friday night at AEW Rampage that he has an injury he described as a broken wheel and requires immediate surgery. Plans moving forward are not that Punk will relinquish the AEW World Championship, but instead there will be an interim AEW World Champion crowned at the Forbidden Door pay-per-view in Chicago on June 26th. Thanks for understanding, and we hope you enjoy the show. anymore 
Now let's talk about you fans, huh? You people call yourself fans. You're not fans. You're uneducated marks. You sit there on your phones tweeting out your opinions like they're worth a damn. Let me explain something to you people. You don't know shit. Your opinions suck. Your opinions change at the drop of a dime. And then you pretend your new opinions are the same as your old. For example, man, I always knew MJF was a good wrestler. Really? That's interesting. Because last time I checked, you guys pretended I sucked in the ring for a long time. And why is that, huh? Because, because I'm not untrained like all your faves? Because I don't pretend to watch New Japan? Because I don't dump, because I don't dump my opponents on their head? Because I'm not reckless? What is it? Is it because I'm not chasing star ratings, guys? What is it? How could I possibly be the best? Well, newsflash, I am the best! I'm the best in the world! Because I'm the only guy who makes you feel. And unlike all those boys, I don't got to do a bunch of bullshit to get you there. I am a generational talent, and you people consistently take me for granted. But it's not just you. It's the big man in the back, too. Here's something you guys can't take for granted. It's something he doesn't want you to know. Do you guys know who the second biggest minute-for-minute minute draw is in this entire company? Nope, you wish. It's me! It's me! And if you don't believe me, do me a favor. Ask Stat Boy Tony in the back, see what he's got to say. But whatever you do, don't ask him to reach into his pockets and pay the man who's been busting his ass for him since day one. No, 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 no. Make sure he hoards all that money. Make sure he hoards all that money so he can give it to all the new ex-WWE guys he keeps bringing in. That can't lace my goddamn boots. Would you treat me better if I was an ex-WWE guy? See, maybe you don't get it, man. Here's the problem with you, boss. You got a position of power in a wrestling company when the only position you should be assuming is behind the guardrail with all of them. I don't want to wait till 2024, but you don't listen to me, so allow me to make it a little bit easier for you. Tony, I want you to fire me. Tony, don't count me down, you piece of shit! Shut your mouth! Look at me, Tony. Look at me. I want you to fire me. You
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode seven of The Clash with TJ and Ash. Is this seven or eight? Technically, it should be eight, but... We, we had technical we difficulties. Have, we, have, we have a lost episode that one day I may be able to fix and get uploaded, but all the things we discussed in that one will be old news, possibly by the time I do, so we'll see how that goes. Um, Ash... So I don't know if I ever said this on the podcast. I might have told you this off the air, but I've always wanted to have a podcast. And here we are with a podcast. I didn't really care what the podcast was about as long as it was something that I was really into, like professional wrestling or Formula One racing or Star Trek, Star Trek, or maybe even some Star Wars, of or course, some some other sport. But man, times like this, things that have been playing out over the last what three weeks in professional wrestling. Yeah, this is better than the soaps. Yeah, it's really really um, makes me really satisfied to have my own platform to get out here and discuss these things. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> so let's let's dive right. We know what the big news is, but we'll lead into that uh, once we start our uh, AEW Double and Nothing review. Um, let's get right to it. The no show. So Wardlow versus MJF was the opening match, which was kind of a surprise because <clears throat> it had been reported uh, leading up to Double or Nothing that. MJF might be a no-show for this pay-per-view mm-hmm. because he actually no-showed a um, fan meet-and-greet that AEW was having. And uh, it was reported by some reputable sources that AJ, oops, AJ, MJF uh, did not attend the meet-and-greet that he was supposed to be at. And uh, he was actually reportedly downstairs in a hotel casino playing some slots when he should have been meeting fans and signing autographs and and kissing babies so that was that was the big news leading into that um not only for those who don't know the truth is we don't know um or at least up to this point we didn't know whether or not this was a, a work or a shoot uh mjf Weeks ago, reports started trickling out that MJF was not happy with his with his contract situation. MJF, like like so many so many people on the AEW roster when they first got started up, he was relatively unknown. I think he was fresh out of um, Major League Wrestling (MLW), mm-hmm. and um, you know he had not reached superstar status yet. So we we don't know what the amount is, but it's it's understood that he had like a pretty standard AEW starter contract. He was not he's not making the big money and he's supposedly signed through like 2024, I think he said in that promo. So and I think what AEW this is their third year, so that's what a a 5-year contract. Um so Basically, MJF outperformed his contract, if you've been keeping up. He is a, a megastar on AEW, and um, <laughs> he's, he's aware of this. And uh, I, I think further adding fuel to the fire is it, it's, it's quite a common knowledge that WWE 
they had their eyes on him before AEW was a thing. Mm-hmm. So who knows, you know, if he would have wound up in WWE, what his situation would be right now. We don't know. I think if it, it was a smart move to join AEW. Yes, to raise his stock, right? Mm-hmm. Look at look, he's on fire right now. Exactly. Because he might still be in NXT right now. We probably would have never gotten this version of MJF, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the promo yeah. king or whatever you want to call him. But well, let's talk about the match before we get into the promo heard around the world. Well, I told you I didn't like the match. It's, yeah, it's a relatively. I, I wasn't happy with it either, but they they kind of booked themselves into a corner with the way that they've been doing yeah. everything leading up to this. We knew that Wardlow would have to win eventually, mm-hmm. and I guess they just got right to it. It's you know. Um, AEW, in some ways, I guess they're not like WWE in the sense that if you pay close enough attention, WWE will pretty much show you what direction they're going in. Like it's 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 right there under your nose. Yeah, we usually predict whatever. Yeah, they're about to do anyway. AEW, their booking is a little bit more of a a little more mysterious yeah. a little more questionable sometimes i'm like hold on um maybe they're gonna do this oh no 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 they, no. they will do this and i'm like okay they will swerve on you in a second uh-huh. and so just just like we said with um mjf versus cm punk i'd say the same thing about mjf and wardlow if i had my way i would have stretched this out a little bit longer but tony khan or whoever's booking the shows just like let's get right to it so wardlow versus mjf for those that don't know um mjf is an aew contracted professional wrestler so is wardlow but storyline wardlow is not contracted to aew mjf called him a glorified bodyguard bodyguard. yeah literally like that was the gimmick was when mjf came in um (laughs) wardlow was his personal protection he was not signed to aew he was signed to mjf and wardlow you know he had this promo a few months ago that you know was like ah you know i did it for the money i needed the money that kind of thing he sort of you know, he saw the, the, the light and he realized that he wasn't really about what MJF was about. So he um he wanted to break free and strike out on his own. But MJF was like, not so fast. You belong to me. Long story short, <clears throat> the um, over the last, I don't know, couple of months, MJF has just been tormenting Wardlow and putting him through these trials. And he finally did everything he needed to do to secure a match versus MJF to, if he wins, get his release. And no surprise here, it's a squash. (laughs) MJF uh, got destroyed. Was it like 10? uh, 12. I think it was 12 power bombs. Wow. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be that dominant. Like, MJF got no offense in at all. I'm a huge fan of both of these guys, and you probably remember me saying a while back that Wardlow is another one of them dudes that WWE might be looking to poach yep. in the future. So, yeah, the, the, the MJF-Wardlow match, I, I hate to just kind of glaze over it like that, but I just wanted to give the people a little bit of background because the match really wasn't much of a match. Just know that there was a guy who was fighting for his freedom. He beat his oppressor. And now he's his own man. He's he's um and I, give MJF credit. 
he made Wardlow into a, a star. That's something else that I think WWE will be keeping an eye on. And I, I just want to say, I'm going to get down off my MJF soapbox in a minute, but I don't ever want to hear anybody call MJF a discount Miz again. Um, this is where Miz we clash. 2.0? This is where we clash, I think. <laughs> Hence the name of the podcast. I don't think Miz could do that on his best day. Are you his, sure about now, that? Now, obviously on WWE television. Are you sure about that? I feel pretty confident okay. that Miz does not have that in him. That's right. my opinion. My opinion. Okay. I just don't ever want to hear. Okay. Miz has <laughs> never been in that situation, so. This is true. This is true. You know what I mean? So it's like we won't. I just. Speaking of pipe bombs, so you, you think this one was better than Punk's pipe bomb? Because okay. it wasn't like. I think you want to believe it was a secret, but he literally told you what he was going to do with the championship. Yes. I'm going to win it and I'm going to walk. So. So, okay. When I was watching this live on what, uh, Wednesday night Mm -hmm. and as the promo is playing out, I'm texting, shout out to Randy, not Randy the Raven. This is actually my buddy, Randy. I'm texting my buddy, Randy. And I literally, I was like, bruh. Are you watching Dynamite right now? And his response within a matter of seconds was, I think that might be one of the greatest promos of all time. It, it's up there. He, and he, 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 went, he clarified. He was like, I'm not talking about recent times. I'm talking about all time. Yeah, it's up there. And, and that's coming from someone who really didn't care too much for the MGF yes. character, but I did admit that yeah. he was great on the mic. Yeah. So and, uh, again, I'm admittedly I'm an MJF stan. I said a while back, and I, I said it repeatedly, MJF is a student of the game, and I won't argue with this being one of the greatest promos of all time because if you if you know your history, he was making some callbacks. To some all great promo, all time great promos. Um, this this promo was unhinged. Yeah. I, I I caught flashes of the Brian Pillman, Mister Booker Man promo, mm-hmm. um, the the Ric Flair promo in WCW where he took off all his clothes in the ring and he was like, "Fire me, fire me!" You know that 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 was an all time great promo. Well, he did his homework. Yeah, I think uh, there was some there was some Stone Cold in there. Um, I, I caught some Randy Savage in there. Everybody wants my spot. What well, Dean <laughs> Ambrose said that too. Yeah. Well, there you go. Students. Some of the best stuff in professional wrestling is when it's rooted in reality. Because mm-hmm. obviously, Tony Khan is on board with him saying all of this. He he obviously had to have the, the TV truck ready to bleep him when he said he called Tony Khan a fucking mark. And the, and the thing about it is like... It, like Tony Khan, he really is. He is the ultimate mark. He he is a mark with a, with billions of dollars, um, and he he was able to start his own successful promotion. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna stop. We I don't know how much time we've already dedicated to this. You know, we had to talk about this because this is the biggest I thing mean, in wrestling this week. I think everybody, if you don't know MJF, now you know the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, We've been hearing about Sasha, and and I mentioned this to you. I said I kind of glad he did what he did to take some of the yes, some of the heat off, off of, them. of them because I'm like, literally there, yeah. you know, WWE was trying to bury those two, and yeah. I was like, and 
Okay, I need... And it should be said that if you were one of the people... Mm-hmm. One of the quote unquote fans out there talking about how prof- how unprofessional, unprofessional they were. Yeah, <laughs> but you were completely fine with what MJF did. Yeah, that's not right. You need to ask yourself why you find why it's okay for him to do it, but yes. not them. Yes, why is it okay for MJF not fulfilling his contractual obligations, but you question Sasha and Naomi for not doing it? Exactly. Read between the lines. I don't know. I'm just saying. I can tell you, but that'll go into a whole debate. <laughs> and we will not get in there because I don't need any viewers calling me. and mm-hmm. Emailing us. Or, yeah, or me have to verbally lay the smack down. Yeah, we don't want any spam on our social medias <laughs> at The Clash Pod. Give us a follow. But only positive Bro. stuff. Yeah, only positive stuff. <laughs> shoot us an email. <laughs> shoot us a DM on Twitter or Instagram. Like and comment while you're there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm I'll, I'll really right want to get somebody's honest opinion why it's okay for yeah. MJF to do it, but it's a problem yeah. for Sasha and Naomi. Like, I just want to hear. Mm. You, know? that, you can't justify it. Yeah. I mean, people will, people will tie themselves in knots to justify it, but you really can't. Anyway, let's continue down the card. Oh, yeah. Can we call them the Hardy Boys? Yes. Or is Matt that, and Jeff are hometown boys. They're from North Carolina, but yeah. we're still repping for them. But are the Hardy, is the is the name the Hardy Boys, is that WWE property? Let's just say the Hardys because I don't have okay. time for so we had the, you know <laughs> any lawsuits to be coming our way. We had the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. In theory, you would think that this should be a this this is a legendary matchup. This should be an all time great match. This is Flair versus Hogan. This is Hogan versus, versus Andre or The Rock. The Hogan versus The Rock. Dang, that's a lot of Hogan. I gotta check myself, yeah, man. This I is mean, that's too whether much you Hogan. like it or not. It's, yeah, I mean the dude is a part of the history, the fabric. Yeah, you can't even erase yeah. him from that. If you have a certain age, if you were looking the definition of a professional wrestler, if you would expect to see that guy's picture next to it. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Jeff was a little off. First of all, let's you already know I'm Team Jeff. So I love Jeff. Black people love Jeff Hardy. This is common knowledge. We love Matt too. <laughs> right. But I don't know. It's something about Jeff that you know Everybody likes the Hardys. I know what a lot of people were speculating. I don't think that's No, I don't think it's because that. I've seen that state of yeah. Jeff back in the day and yeah. that's not even I, close. Um, if it's anything, it's probably a combination of his body being overworked, you know, from the years. Yeah. But, um, I actually was impressed by the match. Were they dangerous spots? Yes. Yeah. Did it make me feel uncomfortable? Yes. Because I'm like, please don't be hurt. Please don't be hurt. But at the end of the day, it's the Hardys there. They've been delivering since day one yeah um i don't believe the reports people have been speculating that he might have been under the influence or something i'm honestly even though we had a little hiccup along the way with Mm. the match i honestly think who would be able to perform at that level if they were you wouldn't be able to finish the match no i've i've like you like you i've seen those matches both in TNA and WWE. And TNA was the yeah. the worst one, you know what I mean? But but to me, since he arrived in AEW, it just seems 
and this is just my opinion, I don't see that spark. Like, I, f- I feel like, and, and they've even, they've even, I think they said in a promo on the Go Home show before Double or Nothing that this is the last chapter of the Hardys. So mm-hmm. they, they're being frank about the fact that we that know mean? we're not kids anymore. We closer to the end than we are to the beginning, that's for sure. Um, I don't know. I'm not seeing the spark. Like sometimes when they do their little entrance. Well, it's, 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 see, what you were expecting was that spark when they um, reappeared at WWE right? that for was, that match. That was because lightning I mean, in a bottle. Literally tears. Yes. Like yeah. standing up tears. That's the Hardys. They're yes. back. I don't know. And, and I think because I think even when uh, Jeff appeared, mm-hmm. remember he came out and I was like, I don't think that was the perfect time to bring him out, it, but it, yeah, it was, was kind of off. Yeah, it was. And um, I was like, because I'm expecting, you know, when you see a Hardy debut, mm-hmm. like I'm expecting the yeah. the air pump and the crowd going crazy. No, nah, he just kind of casually came out. He yeah. did like two or three air humps and then he went down to the ring to save his brother or whatever, but it wasn't. Something was missing. So I don't think it's, I, like I said, I don't see the spark anymore, but. I don't believe. Well, maybe me. I need to be quiet because I would be biased. But yeah. you know, it's Jeff, so I'm always seeing right. a spark. It's I, Jeff freaking Hardy. Okay, so <laughs> I don't. I don't believe he was under the influence, but I am concerned because you know I wasn't there. I was watching on TV, but reportedly, people that were there, whenever Jeff was in the ring, they could audibly hear Matt calling his spots. Like literally telling him. Okay, remember I was telling you. Yeah. I was like, if you go back and watch, because I was watching the match, mm-hmm. and my thing was, I thought he was hurt. You mm-hmm. remember what? Like, uh, he took a couple of hits yeah, oh, that yeah, yeah. look uncomfortable, yeah, some nasty stuff. Yeah. And um, and you could hear his brother talking to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I didn't know it was calling. Yeah, I just learned that people said that he was reportedly he being Matt. Was actually oh, telling him what to do, calling out spots, telling him like you know, um, fall away slam. I'm just using that as an example, you know, um, Swanton. You know, I, I, find I, that, I didn't hear any of that. Yeah. All I, all I could, um, let's see. I guess my thing was I thought he was actually checking on him to see if he was okay. Mm-hmm. That's what it appeared to like me, because I even actually I was like, did you hear him? He was talking to him throughout the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, but my thing was yes. If I'm in the ring with my brother and he's taking some nasty hits, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna be checking on him too. I gotta rewatch that match because it could, could it be possible that maybe he like hit his head or something? Or, I think I think that's what it was. Yeah, and maybe that, maybe Matt picked up on that and yeah. he was just trying to help his brother get through the match. Get he it in did, the ring because you remember when he he sat down in the corner for a while. Yeah, yeah. that it was after that. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're mm-hmm. brothers and they've been wrestling together for what? Am near 30 years at this point. So he probably he can look at his brother and tell, oh, something's not right. I got to I got to, you know, get on my back. Let's do this. You know, that's funny to hear to think of Matt telling Jeff and (laughs) get on my back and Matt carrying the match. Right. Right. Because believe it or not, I know a lot of people may argue with me, but Matt surprised me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he went in the, the bag. Side, yeah, I'm like the side effect on the ring apron, yeah, like yeah. it was smooth as crap. And I was like, Oh my god, Matt! So just, he went into the time machine in this one. And I'm just, I was impressed. Oh boy! So yeah, I, I mean, overall, I thought it was a, a good match. That's just mm-hmm. me personally. I um, thought so. It, it of just, course, 
Jeff didn't perform to his yeah. level, but it was still a decent match. Yeah. Um, my my concern was whether or not he was okay after that. Yeah. That hit. Um, so yeah. Yeah, well, Jeff Hardy, we know you listen and. You know he likes the vacation there where we are, I know. Right? Um, please come, you <laughs> know, give been, us a shout out. He might have been here for Memorial I Weekend. I know. Um, Myrtle <laughs> Beach is right there, Jeff, you know. Yeah, just stay out of trouble. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We got Jeff's All right, back. so. Um, we move, got his back, so. <laughs> moving, moving down the card, we had Anna Jay challenging Jade Cargill for the TBS championship, mm-hmm. which I guess... Um, is it fair to call the TBS championship like the women's intercontinental title or something? That's the way I see it. Or TV title is the way I... I anyway, for those that are more WWE-centric, I like to try to draw these comparisons to help them understand, you know, how things relate. But Well, Jade had a nice hair color, and I'm like... If you didn't know, she is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority yes, Incorporated. Repping her, her sorority. You already know. Mm-hmm. Um, so. so, I mean, <laughs> I, there's really not a lot to talk about. Well, there is a lot, actually, but Jade Cargill wins. No surprise okay, there. Okay, the surprise was. Well, well, she she also goes 32 and 0 in AEW. Okay, yeah, 32 and 0. Yeah, but. We have two surprises at the end of this match. I'm about to tell you what, because <laughs> you know it's been a long time coming, but I was repping um, Athena, mm-hmm. even, you know. F- formerly known as in WWE. Well, Ember Moon, but she right. was Athena before yes. she became yes. Ember Moon. I'm so happy to see her back. Yeah, and she they threw her right into the mix in a mm-hmm. f- with a feud with uh, the, the, the goddess, Jade Cargill. Um... Also oh, against the war goddess yeah. Athena, um, so I want to see this a matchup between those two. Another surprise, Jade now has a new manager. Well, he he's actually her quote unquote publicist is what he's describing himself as. Stokely Hathaway, uh, formerly known in WWE as uh, Malcolm Bivens, who is a great mouthpiece. Uh, he's now all elite. Athena and Stokely Hathaway are officially all elite. And um, so Stokely's going to be what appears to be Jade Cargill's mouthpiece. And that dude was so good. And um, WWE, they wanted to keep him. But apparently he just didn't like what the, what he thought the future held for him in AEW and WWE. So he did not renew his contract. And reportedly he was done with wrestling and he was going to pursue a career in stand-up comedy. But I guess that was the joke because this dude was too good. I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do with Smart Mark Sterling, who was, um, who was Jade's mouthpiece. But um, I think that that was just oh, a man. two really big surprises. Oh, um, not a lot to say about the match, but it's really exciting to see Athena back on a big stage, um, and and yeah. the great Stokely Hathaway running his mouth again on a microphone in professional wrestling. Uh, next on the card, we had House of Black versus Death Triangle. Some really great wrestling. Uh, had a interesting finish. Um, lights go out. So, you know, somebody somebody's about to interfere or, you know, do something that might call for a disqualification. Lights come back on. Julia Hart is standing in the ring in all black and... She's not wearing her little eye patch anymore. She spit some mist. 
spits the black mist into Pac's face and blinds him. And um, I, I believe um, Malachi Black got him with the pen. Mm -hmm. And that actually that officially makes Julia Hart part of the House of Black now, which is really interesting. It's like, um, I think these promotions, certain people are biting off each other. Yeah. Well, think about it. House of Black was, was first. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then we have Duh. Judgment Day. Yes, yes. Who added Rhea Ripley, added a, female, a female part. Yep. And now we have a female to this faction. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay. But I think um, it was either Buddy or it was either Buddy or does he still go by Buddy Matthews? I think so. Yeah, because I was about to say <laughs> it was. It, oh, I can't use that name anymore because he's not with. One of the members of House of Black tweeted because we retweeted it on our official Clash Pod Twitter. Uh, one of them tweeted like shots, right? a little bit of shade. It was like mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly what it was, but next on the card is the Owen Hart Foundation Men's Tournament Final. Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. I Why? Got, I think I think this was predictable. I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, for me, like the outcomes weren't even a shocker. Well, so okay, for me, I could not realistically buy Adam Cole beating Samoa Joe like that. Um, especially for one, and I'm not I'm not here to body shame. But the knock on Adam Cole, and if you know anything about Vince McMahon, it, I wouldn't, I don't know that this happened, but I feel pretty confident that at some point Vince McMahon met Adam Cole while he was in WWE and NXT, and he went, he's so tiny. I mean, Adam Cole is not a large man. You know, Vince likes big, beefy, muscular vascular dudes in his company like that's just the facts like that's that's how you get his attention and he loves like and samoans yes he loves samoans and he loves muscles and um and um even jr jr he he, he loves um if you, if you listen to the commentary during the um six the six man tag jungle boy for whatever reason jim ross he has his picked people he has since wwf for some reason, Jungle Boy cannot get in that ring without Jim Ross talking about how thick he is. I'm not making this up. Go back and watch the match. Jim Ross, at some point, he's like, Jungle Boy's body is just getting thicker and thicker. I'm not making this up. <laughs> so it's just, I don't know. Just, this, this is just, just guys of a certain generation. That's what they look for in their superstars. Is you got to have that heft. Thickness. Thickness. I don't know. I don't know why he's using Lord. that term now, but I, I think I bet you if you ask Jim Ross what Adam Cole needs, he's like he needs to get a little thicker or some of his barbecue sauce. <laughs> right. Yeah. Adam Cole is a star. Yeah, he is. He so is. The, pe the, the people love Adam Cole. I love Adam Cole. His entrance by itself is just amazing. Mm -hmm. But Brian I, I, Danielson small, but he. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a giant when it comes yeah. to no, professional Dan wrestling. Danielson is jacked. But I just could not buy, especially with that Panama Sunrise, I think that's the name of his finisher. 
I could not buy him beating Samoa Joe in that way. Like even, and we were wrestling fans. We know how to suspend mm-hmm. our disbelief, but this was tough. So that happened, and I was like, hmm, okay. Um, Adam Cole had his custom pink and black, pink and black trunks on, and I did not know who was in the women's final. Britt Baker, I guess we're going into the next match. Um, Britt Baker versus, I'm sorry, Britt Baker DMD versus Ruby Soho. The doctor's in. (laughs) Uh, When Britt Baker came out in her pink gear, I was like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. The couple is going to have matching gear Mm -hmm. and they're going to get presented their, you know, their belts together. And they weren't obnoxious, though. Um like I was expecting them to be. Before I get into that, Ruby Soho loses to Dr. Britt Baker. No surprise there. Yeah, Ruby has this this thing going on, I guess, where she can win everything except when it really matters. Yeah. And I think, you know, professional wrestling, we've seen that story how many yeah. times? If, you, if you're a basketball fan, that's yeah. like a... Carl Malone, <laughs> regular season. Oh, he went to the mailman. Yeah, regular season juggernaut, but in the postseason, just kind of mouse. <laughs> Owen Hart's widow, whose name escapes me right now, Doctor Martha Hart. Martha, yeah, yeah. She, um, I'm not gonna get into the background. We, yeah, we know she has some she there's a rift between her and the rest of the Hart family and there's a rift between her and wwe not getting into all that mm-hmm. she refused okay i said i wasn't getting into it i'll just say that she refuses to do any business with wwe regarding owen but she was completely open to doing this was it with aew make of that whatever you will i'm not getting into it but she comes out um fancy pat and stuff. She's a hat lady, I guess. And Man, she's the Queen's in- Jubilee is. <laughs> see, I think everybody wearing hats. Yeah, she she hats seems this week. <laughs> she seems like an interesting person, you know. But she gives a little speech. Interesting, per- as in eccentric. Dana Warrior, interesting. Yeah, along those lines. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say that. You heard <laughs> your you look. <laughs> yeah, I'd say along those lines. Um, make of that what you will. We're not here to. Anyway. I like Dane. I like her. Yeah. Little, you know. So, you know, she comes out, she gives a little speech. Our kids are in the crowd, or at least the son is, I think, um, and presents Adam and, and Britt with the trophy and their custom the belts. Inaugural. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's a, you know, it's a cool piece to have. So that happens. Six-person tag team match. That was the men of the year, um, along with Paige Van Zandt. It was, uh, what's his name? Versus uh, Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Guevara, and Ty Conti. So it's a mixed tag match. They call it a six-person match. And um, Intergender. Yeah. So my review of this match was meh. It just, um, like I said, the MMA star, we just going to give her time to yeah, hone her craft. Mm-hmm. So I'm not even going to, you know, yeah, it's, critique that match. Yeah, I don't have much to say about this. Mm-hmm. Um, not a fan of Sammy and Ty. 
as the heel couple that can't keep their hands off each other like a couple of middle Ooh. schoolers. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to move right along. I don't have much positive <laughs> to say about this. Um, we had Darby Allen versus Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, I was going for Darby. Yeah, everybody loves Darby. He's a future man. That guy's a star. Yeah, I'm, but I'm saying like, like he's the future of the company. People mm-hmm. like him, and I don't know why, but you know, I just get so much Sting vibes from Darby. Like, well, you know, I mean, that's his mentor, clearly, yeah, clearly. But um, yeah, yeah, he's he's one of those dudes that's a pillar, and he's like the future of the company, and. People like him and MJF, should he choose to hang around, we don't know. That's He'll be there. If um, he has Steve Borden <clears throat> in his corner, then yeah. he's, he's going to be there for a while. But Kyle O'Reilly surprised me with his... No, he's yeah. He's actually a good wrestler. Yeah. I was speechless. At yeah, the, he's... But did you catch that? I think it was a kick that Darby took to the mouth early on, and it was legit. Like, his... his yeah, he was, was bleeding, bleeding right? from his mouth, yeah. So it was a very physical match. Um, legit bleeding. And Darby is good at making it, people it look like a, a million. It wasn't bleeding, guys. It was no, no, legitimate. No. And, and <laughs> Darby, Darby can make people look like a million bucks with his selling and him being a smaller guy. So mm-hmm. he, he took that beating. And um, he, he didn't need the win. He'll get it back in the future, but... Kyle O'Reilly, I think his finisher is the the penalty kick. He's one of those kicking guys. So he did two of those and pinned Darby for the win. Next on the card. Oh, gosh. The women. The women's championship was on the line. The champion, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb. Um, Serena Deeb is a great wrestler. Yep. Not so great on the mic, but, you know, what does that have to do with it? No surprise that she did not win. Um, I don't. Yeah, we, I, I, me personally, I think they should keep it on Thunder Rosa yeah, for a long, you know. For sure. She deserved it. Look how, how long Britt had it? Quite a, quite a while. Okay, yeah. then, then. Yeah. No comment. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think, um, I think that, um, this feud and just just seeing uh thunder rosa seeing her run with the title and uh, let's be honest their women's division probably needs more people not and that could be said for other I mean, companies too <laughs> i mean my um, <laughs> as soon as you said that i was like dang boss glow coming <laughs> hey i mean <laughs> I'm aware of two superstars um, that whose contracts might be running out in the next couple of months. Okay, so Thunder Rosa retains. Um, no surprise there. Serena and, will get her chance. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. We, we need that, but just not right now. Out of the female wrestling matches, this one's... This is the one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For on this card you mean. That's that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Oh for sure. Yeah, on yeah. this card. That, I, again. These two, I can watch them wrestle that's, all day. This may have been the best match on the it card. It was. In my opinion, yeah. Yeah. Cause um, like I said, I can watch these two wrestle mm-hmm. all day. So it's like 
Only thing is, is like, I think the the amount of time. Oh you know, God. By the time you got uh, the, to it, yeah. it's like you're so. Yeah. The, the less, I mean, so the main card was four hours. And you had a buy-in for an hour. The, the buy-in was an hour, so you had five hours if you like to watch pre-show stuff. And reportedly, um, Tony Khan bought the extra hour for pay-per-view because he didn't want Martha Hart to feel rushed while she was doing her speech. That's mm, what. Okay. That's what I learned. So. Okay, if that's the excuse this time, I'll take it. But this is not but the first. It, it shouldn't be an excuse because no. my thing is you should have cut the buy-in short. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was a long show. So it did. By the time this thing went like, this off, this has got to be WrestleMania yeah. Part Three. And had 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 the main event not been what it was going to be, I don't know if I would have watched the whole thing that night. But let's move on to the Anarchy in the Arena match. That was the Jericho Appreciation Society, the the superstars, the um no not superstars, the um the sports entertainers um out there to put on a show. I mean, for they were trying to be in sync or what? <laughs> the AEW Galaxy. Was it know. a boy band? I don't or what? know. I don't know what they were wearing, but it's like that gave me like in sync. Yeah. I'm like, hold up, in sync came to wrestle. But they 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 you know they're intentionally. <laughs> oh, man. Everything they're doing is everything they do is trying to heal off and it's for entertainment to get heed and they want me to go. What the hell are they wearing out there? You got you're about to have an anarchy in the arena match and you come out in all white, knowing you're about to bleed. <laughs> come out wearing these. Uh, what do you call those hats? Um, um, is that a beret? Is that what they call it? Crazy. Jericho's but a newsboy cap. Um. So anyway, sorry guys, I'm wrestling with the mic. Jericho Appreciation Society versus two members of the Blackpool Combat Club, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, along with Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. Um, you knew what this was going to be. But they were former, um, some two, and one of them was a, like a former member. They were with Jericho at one point. Santana and Ortiz okay. used to be. A part of the inner circle okay. with Jericho. Um, I can't remember what name he's using in AEW, but um, formerly known as Jake, Jake Hager. I don't even know if that's his real name or if that's Jack Swagger in WWE is now Jake Hager okay. in AEW. But it was Jericho, Jake Hager, Santana and Ortiz, mm -hmm. and Sammy Guevara. Um, they, okay. That that group disbanded, but. Hager is still following Jericho. And um, Sam is chasing girls around, right? Yeah. Okay. Chasing his girl, I guess. Um, <laughs> the Spanish God. Uh, that's what he calls himself. <laughs> uh, or that's what Jericho named him. I don't know. But yeah, so you know what this match is going to be. A lot of people that hate each other. Um, th I th found it. What was different about this one that I kind of liked, I don't know that I've ever seen this, was um, John Moxley's Wild Thing theme music was playing for like the first 10 minutes of the match, and like as they're brawling through the arena. And um, it was a funny little spot where they brought uh, Jericho and I think it was Jericho and Moxley. They brawled over to where the, the sound booth is. 
and Jericho was like, I'm tired of this shit. And he <laughs> broke, Kayfabe broke the, some piece of equipment and the music stopped. So that was, that was interesting. But um, a lot of blood. Uh, oh. I, I get concerned. All I know is like, there's so much blood in some of these matches in AEW that it's just like, I hope so they. So it exceeds them. We need to bring the scale back. I, I hope they have the same testing standards that WWE has. Like you can't, you know, you can't get in the ring in WWE without having like HIV test, mm-hmm. um, hepatitis. Um, hepatitis test, things like that. Like, cause if you remember, um, I'm going off on a tangent, but that's what we do here. Martin, he got into some trouble mm. a few years ago because he did not disclose that he had hepatitis of some form. And you know he, that dude likes to bleed, mm-hmm. even in his older age. Like that was part of the gimmick. Is like, mm-hmm. if I can't work anymore, I can still bleed. Yep. Yeah. So um, yeah, he he that yeah. That, I remember a couple of years ago, he got into some trouble behind something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean they they take it to another level in they AEW. Do. Like ooh. But uh, I lost it. I was like, we need to bring the meter scale back. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that was a lot of blood. It was. There was a spot in this match where um, Eddie Kingston comes out with a, a gas can, <laughs> <laughs> and he's literally what? Wait a minute, no, because <laughs> yes, he was pouring gas all over the Jericho. No, I'm say, I know, but I'm yeah. saying, well, he deserved because Jericho threw he like threw the, the fireball in Kingston, his eye. Yeah, and uh, he's a, he's a wizard. Yeah, Jericho, <laughs> being the heel that he is. His response to that, he's a coward. What kind of man tries to burn another man? Oh, man. <laughs> but, um, so he pours gas all over the Jericho Appreciation Society and Brian Danielson. I'm sorry, Daniel. What is this? Daniel Bryan? Brian Danielson. Oh, my gosh. I'm messing up the, the, the man. Had, you know, Brian Danielson being the good man that he is. BD. Shoot. <laughs> knocks the can out of, out of, uh, Eddie Kingston's Eddie. hands, and he's like, "Yo, cut that out. We're wrestlers. This you can't do that. You can't stoop to their level." It, uh, Kingston doesn't like it. I think Kingston and Danielson they have history. They do because so, I'm thinking when you they gave some of that with the backstory that they yeah. were showing. Like Moxley can deal with him, but not. <laughs> yeah, they they hit each other a few times, and it's looking like that might potentially lead to something in the future. Danielson. He's like, no, we're going to take the high road on this one. Jericho Appreciation won. Yes. Jericho, that was a shock. Mm. Jericho Appreciation Society won this bloodbath. Um, but I'm guessing it could be a rematch in the future. This opens the door up for some new individual one-on-one feuds. Who knows? We'll see. That's pretty much all I got to say about that one. We had the tag team titles on the line. <laughs> Jurassic Express versus Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Stark. Versus Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. This was a great match with some great tag teams. To be frank, I never thought Swerve and Keith Lee had a chance because they they got too much charisma as solo stars. Um, but it works. It does. They got some really good like moves, combinations that they can put on you. That finish that they got where Swerve stumps you off of... Uh, uh, 
off of Keith Lee's shoulders or whatever. It's it's amazing. But I never thought they were gonna win. But I really thought that Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks should have won this one because what the heck does Jurassic Express has had the tag titles for a like a long time. It feels like two years. I know it hadn't been that long, but it feels like right. it. But um I just don't they didn't need to win. Frankly, Jungle Boy <laughs> It's just a matter of time before he becomes a solo star. Like the dude, if you let Jr. tell it, you know. Luchasaurus is great in his own right. Too, yes, so. he is. He is. So it's, it's just, and it's such an odd. I mean, it works, but who would have thought to put them together like that? Mm-hmm. You know. So, yeah, I really didn't think Jurassic Express needed to retain. That was a. That was actually a shock. Like I thought it was time for them to drop the titles and somehow you know make make a jungle boy into a solo star which will happen but the main event the match finally hangman adam page versus cm punk for the Mm -hmm. aew world championship i guess i have to actually invest now in oh and in AEW <laughs> yes because summer yeah. punk yeah I'm just it, sorry I went there so it must be said that I think punk legit got injured during this match he tried that buckshot lariat mm-hmm. two times and both times when he did the flip over the rope. His knees like buckled, mm-hmm. and like the first time, I was like, "Oh, okay, he's working. He's trying to show that you know, this match is really putting him through the ringer." But then he tried it the second time, and it was like, "Oh no, I think that was legit." And he like even, if you notice, it's like he he tried to he said something to the ref, and I, I think they had to call the audible because he could not pull off that buckshot lariat that he was obviously supposed to mm-hmm. to execute on hangman at some point during the match so it got a little awkward towards the end i think there was also i think the ref missed a three count i don't know if you caught that part <laughs> like he, he, you're like i don't know if somebody forgot to kick out or or something but the ref was like two and you could see people in the crowd going no nah, bro that was a three count i thought it was time and apparently tony khan thought it was time we have a new world champion. His name is CM Punk. About time. Um, Adam Page is great, but I don't oh, know. There's a but. Yeah, okay. this this title run. I don't know if it's just. I don't know the the matchups that he's had or what, but I wasn't feeling it. Perhaps they circle back around because he he is like homegrown AEW talent, and so it's. He he will have his time, um, <clears throat> but you got CM Punk on the roster, and you paying him, you know, so many million dollars. Yeah, at some point you and with his his line of work coming from where he came from, you got to put the strap on him eventually. So, I mean, uh, you know, I've been one, and I understand why, but I just yeah, it's. It's going to be interesting to see how they book him as champion. Um, Maybe they're just me with him coming from mm-hmm. ROH and WWE and coming in. I wanted to see. Yeah. You know, with him 
testing the waters with MMA and that not working out. But mm, that's an understatement. <laughs> first of all, oh, he lasted two, t- over two minutes. So I Ooh, applaud well, Punk. Longer than I can last. And first of all, sure. I was totally invested. I was going to support him, and I did. I nice. watched everything, even though I didn't like the ending. But right. he tried it. <laughs> so. so, yeah. Um, and he, CM Punk is the world champ just in time for the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. And no, the summer of Punk. There you go. Well, that maybe that's the kickoff to the summer. Of, this is the kickoff to the summer of Punk. He needs it. Well, would he exceed the 434 mark? <laughs> I'm just... His 434 title ring, days? Yeah. His, um, I, don't, I don't think it goes that long. Okay. Um... But I think he does this. Was it 434? Or, um, I don't know. I can't remember exactly the number. but It was longer than a year. Much longer than yeah. a year. But, um, and I felt some type of way when they had <clears throat> someone kind of break that record. But it, it is yeah. what it is. That was the AEW Double or Nothing pay-per-view. Good, solid pay-per-view yeah, a bit long you, you did that though you did it <laughs> a bit long um want to do some predictions for wwe hell in a cell let's talk about who's not on the card roman reigns and the usos are are not on the hell in a I cell mean, card they deserve a break they yeah. need their vacation yeah. on the island of relevancy so yeah. and i mean you know the thing about this is we know that Roman has a new contract. I suspect it's in effect now. Um, but I also had the, um, there were rumors that um, Roman was supposed to fight Riddle at Hell in a Cell. Hmm. And then, of course, Roman's going to win that. Then when Randy returns, Randy was supposed to hmm. start feuding with Roman. Hmm. Then eventually they were gonna have they were gonna work Drew McIntyre back into the picture, uh, but before Drew gets him, I think it was supposed to be Nakamura. So it's like yeah, I noticed they've been trying to yeah, like, that's like what yeah, four people for Roman to smash. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, I don't know if I like the term smash, but <laughs> get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but Roman smashed everything in sight, so I guess it's I don't know. Yeah. Roman changed the meaning, so I guess we can... Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to smash them all. Well, like, he started saying that. Yeah, no, he's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, Line them up, and I'm going to smash them all. Because when he first said, I was like, what? Whoa. It's <laughs> So, like, yeah, but... um, oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, but again, this, this news of Roman having his new contract and... Evidence with him not being on this Hell in a Cell show, again, just makes me happy that I was able to see him at that house show a few weeks we ago. We all were. Because I, I'd imagine he's done with house shows at this point. So that's I mean, I, I was kind of worried with him, honestly. Yeah, yeah. With, um, like I said, you know, I keep mentioning it. Like, yes, uh, we all love these mm-hmm. performers. We like what they do. But they're humans. But, but when it's a health situation, health yeah. issues, take care of for sure. health first. And you know me, I wasn't a big yeah. fan of him, yeah. you know, fighting in a, yeah. what, because we're still dealing with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But That's you still know, a thing. It's yeah. Still out there. But, yeah, I mean, 
you knew something had to give because mm-hmm. um, my understanding is, and I think we talked about this a while back, is both networks want him on TV, both Fox mm-hmm. and USA. So something's got to give. Yeah, like if I'm going to do both shows, then I need... Can't be doing house shows. Yeah, I can't. So. Yeah, going up and down the road like that. Uh, so... Yeah, Roman's got the summer off except for SummerSlam, from what I understand. Which, of course, you want him on the biggest show. Because he's not advertised for Money in the Bank either. Mm-mm. So We already know Cody's going to win that. For yeah. some reason, I just see Cody winning that contract. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is you know it, why? Look, I'd said it on the, the last episode. Unless, me personally, if, if, if it was... Seth freaking Wall Islands, who was going to win, I think he was going to cash in on the Tribal Chief again like he did before. That would be interesting. But Cody would interfere and cause him to lose. Yeah. I said it on the last episode. They've been booking Cody Rhodes like, I got to say that name again, Hulk Hogan. On Raw, over the last couple of weeks, they had a countdown to Cody. Oh, yeah, because Seth was (laughs) very pissed off. He was very pissed off about that little Cody yeah. clock. Or there's even like, I know last week, I think there was like a little thing in the corner. It was like Cody Rhodes coming out at 930 or something like that. You know, it's like, it's like, this is ridiculous. I don't they're, think I've, They're really like getting Seth yeah, worked like, up. I, I don't, they've never done this for Brock Lesnar when he was, you know, the big return, you know? Um, so I guess. Um, well, Seth said it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Seth was genius in his promo. Mm-hmm. What? Like, you don't expect to, you know, act all good when you actually yeah. Yeah. put a sledgehammer to the throne. Yeah, Seth, Seth went off. Seth. He was like, yeah, you, don't, you don't get to go and, you know, like you said, take a sledgehammer to the throne and then come back and try to take it from me. Oh, <laughs> and you want to run around with your little friends? <laughs> Uh, oh, that's man. like the most direct AEW thing that I think he said. Other Seth than Seth has always taken yeah, shots. Other than saying Mox's name on Raw a while mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Um, while we're talking about it, before we get into the card for Hell in a Cell, I already mentioned that uh, Roman is not advertised for Money in the Bank, and they also are relocating. Uh, is it Money in the Bank? From Allegiant Stadium where the Raiders play to the MGM Grand. Yeah. Which is where they have like boxing matches and stuff. So it's a much smaller. Yeah, because the tickets weren't. Yeah, that's obviously. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But yeah, the tickets are apparently aren't selling like they wanted. So we're moving to a more intimate setting. I mean, so apparently somebody else's name's been getting thrown around as coming back. Enlighten me. John Cena. Oh, really? Yeah, because John Cena, it'll make 20 years. He debuted this month. Oh. And back in 2002. Huh. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Remember he did the, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember. Like it was yesterday. It was Kurt Angle and, and Ring. And mm-hmm, it was like, mm-hmm. my name was John Cena. And then it was like, Ruthless Aggression. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Well, star is born. Yep. So, okay. But, yeah, apparently he's coming back, but he's not coming back to not wrestle. Oh, he's making an appearance. Like. No, no, no. There's not an appearance. Oh, uh, he's... He's, according to some people, 
they're thinking that he's going to challenge um what's Vince little crony oh the austin well no i'm sorry theory theory yeah <laughs> theory uh i guess because you remember john cena started the open challenge mm-hmm. with that title mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think they said he's going to be the one to take it off of theory hmm. momentarily because if you recall i think those two were going back and forth on twitter, twitter. yeah yeah so i think it's always but yeah cena's coming back Interesting. 20 years hmm all right, Hell in a Cell predictions. Yes, we got the Raw Women's Championship on the line. It's a triple threat between Bianca Belair, Oscar, and Becky Lynch. Um, Somebody's coming back. I, you know where I stand. Somebody's coming back. You need to interfere in this. I or? don't know if it's going to be an interference, but it's been long overdue. Um. I'm ready to see Bales oh, that back would be, in the ring. That would be interesting. I don't know when she's coming, but I know it's it's near. Mm-hmm. The time is near. Yeah. My 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 prediction for this is mm, I hope being the B- Bianca Belair fanboy that I am, that she retains, because like I said, I want to see her on a proper championship run. Um She will retain. Yeah, but... At this point, I don't see what reason... Okay, I'm going to just throw a scenario out there. You know how sometimes just to be jerks, when something leaks, WWE will change... Change it? Yes. It leaked that somebody was supposed to be in this position that Naomi was in. But they didn't want to take the loss. That's why Naomi got booked into that match on, uh, was that SmackDown that night? No, it was, no, it was Raw. That was Raw. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That's why Naomi got put into that position. Because this other person who has not been named yet didn't want to be the first one to lose to Bianca. And so that's why Naomi took such offense, reportedly, is because she's always the second choice to lose or, or to the to, you know she's always everybody's second option you I, the look on your face is like shock no it's not no. shock but i'm trying to figure out who who i don't oh. know I've, I've not heard a name but oh you heard randy told you uh, he tells you everything maybe randy will tell me something soon so i don't know i just hope so who i have no idea She's thinking of possible. This is what the wrestling streets are saying, you know, internet wrestling community. But anyway, anyway. The, the wrestling street marks. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Oh, Did I get that right? And MVP in a handicap match. I can't do this anymore. Can we still say handicap match? Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's. We won't get canceled, will we? I, I don't want to say handicap match, but um, <laughs> that's a what match they call of it. disadvantages. <laughs> the the if in theory Bobby is at the disadvantage. Yeah. Um, um <clears throat> I think Bobby. Nah. I think Bobby. My prediction: Bobby wins. I'm sure MVP and Omaz will do some. You know, Cedric and Alexander. Is the, yeah. So. Yeah. They've been. They've been pretty much. Putting it out there for the last couple of weeks, he's gonna interfere in some way. I still think Bobby Shelton wins. Shelton Benjamin 
Oh, well, he's not recovered. Yeah, he's got an injury, right? Yeah, I was like, can Shelton come back and maybe turn babyface? Yeah, my prediction is Bobby on that one. Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens. This should oh, be Elias fun. is going to show up. <laughs> this this should be fun. Um, it's I've always loved Elias. Um, Ezekiel is pretty funny too, oh, and Kevin can just take anything and run with it. So. I miss walking with Elias. Now yeah. I have to well and you know, watch with Ezekiel. Okay. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, you know, that dude can wrestle a broomstick, so I'm sure he'll make Ezekiel look like a million bucks and lose. Um, but Kevin will lose, in my opinion. So I'm going with Ezekiel on this one. Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan. Do they have an official name? I don't think so. That's no, a but sign. they're using the, the bullet club. They're, they're gestures and uh-huh. stuff, too sweet and stuff like that. But I think the sign that they don't have, the fact that they don't have a name yet is a sign that this probably won't be long. It's not. Yeah. And somebody's going to. Turncoat. Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan versus the Judgment Day. That's Edge, uh, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley, the heels. Well, they play this thing as if um, Finn is fighting with two personalities. Yeah. Finn being the, the, <laughs> the, the, the helper of <laughs> the Bullet Club and then the Demon Finn. Being part of the judgment day. Being part day. of the judgment day. Because you remember, cool. you remember he had like this. Remember they had like the little mm-hmm. thing back in the day when he was talking as the the demon, demon personality, and the, and then, the prince or whatever. So yeah. So yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, that know. would be so cool if they can pull it off. But yeah. I'm just thinking somebody's going to turn the heel. Yeah, I I don't know how, but I think and the thing is, it looks more. I think would it be better for Finn. In a sense, because if you see, if you pay attention, like he was always the one showing up to make the saves late. <laughs> you you paid attention to that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or not being there at all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how, but my prediction is the Judgment Day wins with the new recruit. E- no, but I think, I think, not my opinion. I think that there'll be some kind of chicanery that will lay the groundwork for one of them to turn yeah. heel. Like somebody, like somebody's gonna be looking at somebody side eyed, like you know, that wasn't right. Like you know, that's gonna be the beginning because of I, it. I'm just gonna be honest. We haven't seen. Um, we've seen Finn. Finn, mm-hmm. the demon was gone since SummerSlam. So, yeah, I think. Um, didn't he lose when Roman went into God mode with yeah. the rope popping? Yeah. You know, Roman went into complete God mode. Like the demon was no match for Roman. Yeah. So you remember when the rope popped? And it was like, I do. and yeah. the light shine on Roman. <laughs> it was like crazy. That was was that the birth of God mode? I, yeah, because <laughs> literally, because you remember, and after that match, you didn't pay attention. After that, Roman was like, like he was mm-hmm. literally. Thinking the heavens mm-hmm. when he looked up and was hmm. like, almost like that time. Vince it was McMahon. symbolic, like yeah. <laughs> United States champion theory will be facing Mustafa Ali. And I believe the no, I don't think the championship is on the line in this one. That's a sign. Who's going to win? Um, what do you think? So 
if the championship is not on the line, chances are Mustafa could pull us one off yeah. because he's not going to lose. Yeah. Um, theory challenge, and I do believe that Cena is going to be the one that comes back and challenge him for that mm. because they, they want to bring him back. Yeah. Roman's not there anymore. Right. Well, Roman's there, but not as much. So would Cena be the another key part-time guy? I don't know. His his acting career is so hot right now. I, I mean, know, but at the I end see him. Day. Yeah, I see. I can see him. I mean, he temporarily pull, winning yeah, the title temporarily, like The Rock did. Yeah, because The um, Rock had it. He won it from CM Punk. Yeah, he was the first uh, one to to win this current WWE Universal Championship. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I have to agree with you on that one. Um, That'd be interesting. And they've been in these wrestling streets, they've been billing theory as the quote unquote next John Cena is how he's looked at internally. And we said a couple of episodes ago, once they turn him babyface. Oh yeah, it, he's gonna have a yeah, following. They, they don't have to rush to do it, but it could be a year or two yeah, from I mean, now. Shoot, I was at the live event doing the eight town down. Are you really once you they, like heels? I said no. I love good wrestling. Yeah. Once once they get him with a like get a a, a good, good gimmick. gimmick on him because right now his gimmick <laughs> is that he's from Atlanta and that and he, he has to take selfies and he has a goatee. And like, you know I um I I gave him a hard time with being Tyler Breeze two point I'm not yeah. afraid to say it. Yeah. Um. Didn't push Tyler like I wanted them to, but I guess it's working for theory. Yeah. And what I suspect will be the main event, Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins part three in a actual Hell in a Cell match. Um, the Hell in a Cell match, actually, on the card. Yeah, this is the Hell in a Cell match. Cody versus Seth three. Yeah, Seth um, has the devil in his eyes, so. See, yeah, Seth is on some other stuff right now. And that's why he's going to get himself a disqualification. <laughs> can, can you get disqualified in the Hell in a Cell? No, disqualified. Wait a minute. Yeah, see? Oh, shoot. <laughs> uh-huh. Wait a minute. So he has to lose this one clean. Oh, wait a minute. Cody could pull, you know. A bag of tricks out like he did last time. I remember it, Seth attempted to pull his trunks, but Cody Wan would pull yeah, his. So it's I like, suspect there might be some chicanery. I don't know. Somebody might go unconscious, get beat unconscious or something. Do we need a fourth ver- a fourth uh, rendition of this? Or should the third well, one the be the... Well, the fourth one would be... SummerSlam. Well, no. No. It would be after Cody wins the... Championship, because that will happen at some point. Um, Cody wins the championship. Probably would be a triple threat match. No, take that back. Cody wins the a championship. Um, God mode would probably go back and vacation on <laughs> the island of relevancy. <laughs> Comes back full circle. Cody versus. Seth, Seth will probably win it back at one point because I don't think his championship run is over. And then we're going to get, believe it or not, 
before the smoke clears, we're going to get Roman versus Seth again. Oh, yeah. That, sure. That's going to happen. Oh, yeah. They can always go back that, to that That's well. going to happen. You can always go back to that I one. I mean, years from now, but we're going to see that. Mm-hmm. Shoot, they might even have Cody. Well, with Cody's run, I would see Cody facing Randy at. I can see that happening. Shoot, the two friends. There are so many ways you can, I mean, so oh, many yeah. So many different, yeah, and just the the, the way scenarios, things, even the, and that's why I'm like, I'm honestly, I'm ashamed of how they're b- booking the women's division. Like, you can do so many things with the women wrestlers you have, and you you need to bring Sasha and Naomi back. Honestly, mm-hmm. those two need to be there um, for them to clean this whole situation up. They need to. Bring those girls back, and they need to be fair um, with the bookings. Mm-hmm. Like, make women's wrestling important again. Like, yeah, I mean, but honestly, I, I was all hyped. Like I mentioned before, I think it was on the last episode. <laughs> I was all hyped for the evolution, mm-hmm. even though I think it would it should have been better and more people. We should have given credit to more people as being part of this evolution, but. It's like when this situation came, it's like we were fighting to push women's wrestling. Then we took a setback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. <laughs> now you don't know what to do with your tag team title division because. It's like you just want to have wrestling, uh, women's wrestling, just to say, oh, we do have a women's division. But what are you mm-hmm. doing with it? Yeah, I think. I mean, people were. Of course, we all are like, oh, right, they're they're throwing the belt on Charlotte too much. But at the end of the day, what what did they really have? Right. You know what I mean? Like, she was it. And like I say, you you want to make it look like everybody is replaceable. Mm-hmm. That's what you want us to believe. But uh, my thing is, I think they need to get off their high horse. And make this situation right because, I mean, you really think you can replace the boss? Mm-hmm. Honestly? No. Nah. Like. Generational talent. Sasha's, <laughs> I think her passion for wrestling alone speaks volumes. Yeah. Like you have someone who, who's die hard wrestling who enjoys this business plus she's she's talented in other ways other ways mm-hmm. too and they're like do you really want to disney is looking mm-hmm. and just finished the mandalorian yeah, but, a couple nights ago is, you can't you can't even dim naomi's glow like are you serious she's like how long has she's been there like she's been working her butt off. She's yeah. She's this is like our second decade in the company. I know that much. Yeah. And we we were even talking about how she was. You saw the last couple of matches. Mm-hmm. Like she she's was yeah. bringing mm-hmm. the glow. Like whether you wanted to feel, like she made you feel a glow in her matches. Like those last couple. And I was like, okay, there's that's the Naomi. And when you said that she was going to... This is the Naomi I wanted to face, mm-hmm. Bianca. The one that we know is going to, you know... Tear it up. Yeah. Move set for move set versus move set. Like I, Even that little... Um, I think we were talking about how 
the chemistry they had in like the Royal Rumble match. Mm-hmm. That little moment you saw, yeah. that was a match we wanted. Yeah. I even wanted, before they got rid of Athena, I wanted that match with Ember Moon and Naomi. Did we ever get it? Nope. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, if all he has to do is say the word, I'll do it for free. Let me, look, let me be, <laughs> you know, the the writer, the creative for the women's division. Like, I don't think I don't we, know. I didn't get my prediction. I know, um, I think Seth freaking Rollins wins the Hell in a Cell match. You really think Cody's going to take his first loss? In a in a in a in a in a heel way, a heelish way, Seth will do something. He'll get something from under the ring, knock him out, something like that. That's my prediction. So, anyway, <clears throat> those are our predictions. You got one? Did you do one? I just don't Cody? see Cody okay. losing this one. I know it's hard. It's hard um, for me to see too. I think we're going to have a night full of surprises. I do yeah. believe Judgment Day is on its way to claiming its newest member. All right. Well, what do we got next? Do we have a... Um, I understand we got some mail from a friend of yours, Ash? He's not my friend. Oh, my. He's my associate. We're we're feuding now. Randy has been... Um, <laughs> he's He's been, like, using us to get some stuff off First his chest. First of all, we pay Randy to... Do what? Spotlights. Yes, not this. So he's mm-hmm. talking too much, but I guess I'll let him. Bring news. Mm. Let's see what he has to say. Okay, this is the latest from Randy the Raven. <laughs> Dear TJ and Ash, did you guys hear about what took place at AEW? Dang, even Randy is on this, <laughs> a, uh, this MJF train. Yes, no, well. Let me tell you what happened. Mm. I was flying along and minding my business when I was told that the infamous heel MJF did a pipe bomb, but he was literally dropping nukes. Ava Rain is coming. Naomi and Sasha still have my support. I'm patiently waiting for a joint pipe bomb. Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) That would be epic. We need answers. Is Balor turning heel? Mm. Is Bailey coming to Hell in a Cell? Lacey doesn't have a storyline. WWE's creative is suffering from writer's block. Shots fired. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm super hyped for Summer of Punk over at AEW. Wow. (laughs) Literally, Summer of Punk. By the way... WWE still doesn't know what to do with the vacant women's tag team championship. Truly a disaster. Dang. In the meantime, check out this week's spotlight. Talk to you all next time. Quote the Raven Nevermore. Yours truly. I, don't, I still don't know how this Raven can sign his name on it. I got <laughs> I to post a picture of this. This, this Raven has, he must have a pool. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Randy was rambling. He went off. Well, let me. Dropped his own little pipe bomb. 
Okay, I don't know if I could go on after Randy's <laughs> pipe bomb. <laughs> do you go on after a pipe bomb? How do you recover? That's, that's a hard act to follow right there. Okay, well, Ooh. I'm going to try my okay. best. Well, I'm just stuck with the spotlight. So, for this week's spotlight, so Randy, like I said, it was a hard act to follow his pipe bomb, but I'm going to do my best. So, this week's spotlighted it. She is, it isn't a surprise. I think we all know who she is. We were just waiting for the handle to change, and we finally have a handle for Simone Johnson, um, now known as Ava Rain. I'm so excited, so I'm going to let TJ elaborate on our upcoming wrestler and why I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, a- Ava Rain, she, she's got a lot to live up to. She, if I'm not mistaken, is the first fourth generation superstar she comes from a long line of talent she she is the daughter of one Dwayne the rock johnson the great one you may have heard of him uh she is the granddaughter of rocky johnson that's right she is the great granddaughter of high chief peter Maivia. that's correct that's some serious I know we have a bloodline in WWE. I know that's a bloodline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, just she's gonna have a lot to live up to. But I mean And like I said, I want everyone to follow her and get to know her story. Mm-hmm. Like um we've seen it with Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. Like you see Charlotte. Charlotte is not Rick, right. but you know people right. are gonna we're and not gonna do we're not gonna do that to Ava. We're gonna let no. Ava do her thing. Yeah. And we're gonna go from there. And I, I think I've saw that there was some criticism over the name choice. I think it's telling it is smart of her to pick a name that's not like not just going Simone Johnson. Or, or Ava Rock. Yeah. Or, or Ava Ava Maivia or something like that. You know. And and let's be honest. She has time down the road if she wants to. She can always she, she, change. Yeah, if she wants to lean into the family heritage, she can do that. But I think she wants to make a name for herself mm-hmm. first. The Rock, he wasn't the Rock out of the gate. No, he was Flex Kavana. He, he had like, what was it, Flex Kavana? Flex Kavana. Did, did he go, um, wasn't there something else? No, you, um, John Cena was the prototype. But there was, before he was the Rock, wasn't there like a... Rocky, no. What well, was Rocky Maivia? But that's, Rocky Maivia, Flex that's the granddaddy. Yeah. It was just Flex, and then the yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, then the Rock became the Rock. Yes. Yes. Looking forward to that. I'm sorry. Um, I'm excited because yeah. I mean, you know, Look. not to tell our age or anything, but yeah. we literally, like, you know, we were hyped when we heard the news about, oh, the Rock is going to be a dad. Yes. Way back when. when yeah. Now she's yeah. out here about to strike out in, on her own. I'm ready. She's not on NXT TV yet, right? No. She's still just training, right? She's um, Well, she's been training for some years yeah, now. now yeah. I think she was nursing like a, a injury or something. Hmm. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited. Like I know she's going to bring it. She's. I think she's going to. She's going to be a worker. Yeah, I got a good feeling because about Because you can her. see that vibe about her. It's like, yes, I know I'm a, my dad's daughter, but mm-hmm. this is me. I want to show you. Mm-hmm. 
and it's not like she was pushed no. into it. This is what she wants. Oh, she literally. She wanted this. Her her father has the resources that she could literally mm-hmm. be anything she wants to, and she chose to be a professional wrestler. You know. <laughs> this is what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And I applaud her actually putting in the time. Like, if they wanted to rush her, they could have been. Mm-hmm. You know how long ago they could have just brought her up and been like, okay, this is. Yeah. Like, she, she put in time. Like, this is not something, no couple of months, not even one year. She, it's been years. Mm-hmm. She's been working. I think that was a positive note to end the show on. Yeah, I'm just excited. I am too. I got a really good feeling about uh, uh, Samoa. Excuse me, about Ava. Sorry about the call. Moving well, forward. I did mention, you know, because yeah. I was following her ever since. Way back. Yeah, yeah she came <clears> on um, Instagram. I said, okay, I can follow so. her because, I mean, even outside of WWE, she's been a mm-hmm. very positive role model if you follow her Instagram mm-hmm. and as always we appreciate your support we appreciate the listens we would greatly appreciate it if you'd follow us on social media send us some emails at the well yeah uh the clash pod with two d's at gmail.com we're at the clash pod on both twitter and instagram Mm -hmm. and tiktok if you want to follow us we don't have anything there ash didn't know we have a tiktok but we do um (laughs) like rate subscribe comment (laughs) on anywhere you can get a podcast google podcast apple podcast spotify um anchor we're even on some ones that i didn't put us on but we're on there because yeah so we appreciate all your support (laughs) and thanks for listening until next time remember we watch wrestling and and we know we know things (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye bye